Welcome to the Morning Inspiration Podcast with Pastor Walt. At Chosen City Church, we are chosen to overcome, to build, and to be like Jesus. We pray that this podcast will empower you to do the same on today. Lord, you've been good to us. We thank you for this moment. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you for this chance. God, every time we come together with the uh, with this pure motive of being in your presence, you meet us. Every time we come together and just ask you, uh, Father God, to speak to our hearts and speak to our minds, you do it. Here we are again, Father God, with that same request on day 38 of this uh, this journey of uh, 40 days of prayer and fasting. We're asking you, God, to meet us in this space. We ask you, God, to speak to us, Father God, afresh. Speak to us boldly. Speak to us, Father God, that will give us uh, uh, the, the instructions that we need and the motivation that we need and the correction that we need, Father God, to go forth and accomplish your will and to be who you've called us to be. God, I pray, uh, Father God, that you will just have your way. And Lord, when it's all said and done, we're careful to give your name, all the glory, honor, and praise. It's in the powerful name of Jesus, we pray together. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Hey, family, this is really excited to be here uh, this morning. We'll be hearing from uh, uh, the one and only Minister David uh, uh, Pierce. He is currently serving as the head of the um, men's ministry at the uh, EBC Steel Creek location. It's an awesome, dynamic uh, man, of, man of God. They say, they say, Brother David, they say, bring the heat. That's right. It's 6 in the morning, but we bring the heat. So they want you to bring the heat this morning. So at this time, we will turn it over to you and uh, let's see what the Lord has to say. Amen. 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 Well, first of all, I'd like to thank uh, the Lord for being here this morning. Uh, new grace and mercy. Thank you, Pastor. Uh, also, too, for the opportunity to be here to minister to God's people. And so I'm going to jump right on into it. Uh, glad everybody's here this morning. Thank God for you. And I do truly believe that God has a word for us this morning. Um, so what I'm talking about this morning is, uh, I got my notes here. I'm going to be talking about the Last Supper, the purpose, the purpose for the Last Supper and the purpose for the arrest of Jesus Christ. The purpose of the Last Supper and the purpose of Jesus Christ's arrest. Uh, and I'm coming out of uh, Mark. I'm going to go to some different scriptures, but I'm, I'm not going to read all of it for the sake of time. But I'm going to start out with Mark chapter 14 and um, chapter 14, verses uh, 12 through 16, just brief talking. Uh, we see here in these verses, uh, Jesus basically tells the disciples, you know, it's Passover time. It's, it's the Jewish holiday of Passover. And so, you know, uh, the disciples are asking him, say, well, Jesus, what do we, what do you, what do you got in store for us? Uh, what, what are we going to do uh, to celebrate the Passover? And so Jesus tells them, he says, uh, um, he tells two of them, he says, uh, I want you to go into town and uh, I want you to uh, meet a man. There's a man you're going to meet. Uh, he's carrying a pitcher of water. He says, now, now understand this. Jesus is really, it's a setup. It's really a setup. They think they're just going to celebrate the Passover. But Jesus is on an assignment. Jesus is on assignment. He said, there's a man in the town with a pitcher of water. Go to him. He's going to show you. He's going to take you into a house. He's going to take you upstairs in an upper room. And he's going to show you where we're going to celebrate 
the Passover, our meal, where we're going to have supper. And so they do just that, okay? And so let me get to uh, verses 19. Well, well, well let, let, me, let me back up. I don't want to rush. So while they're having supper, Jesus says to him, he says, uh, one of y'all is going to betray me. One of y'all is going to betray me. And so they, they looking around, they look at each other. The Bible says that each one of them asks individually, is it me, Lord? No, ain't, no way. No way I'm going to betray you. Is it me? And so Jesus says, the one that's going to betray me is best that you not even be born. Now, that's a harsh, that's rough, man. Not to be born if you betray Jesus. Now, let's go a little further, because we're talking about the purpose, the purpose of the supper. Okay, so now, let's, let, let, let me just be a little humorous here. How many watching this morning, one of your relatives, or when you was young, or maybe you have one in your house now, you have a picture on your wall in the living room of the dining room of the Last Supper. I know pretty much everybody because I remember growing up seeing it in my aunt's house, my mother's house, somewhere in the living room or the dining room, there's a picture. Now, how many people can honestly say up here that they knew what that meant? Or, or, or did you just look at it like me? When I saw it, I just you know looked at it as an additional piece uh, of furniture that makes the, the room look beautiful. Oh, that's a nice picture. Oh, that's Jesus and the disciples eating dinner or, or having lunch. I didn't really have the true understanding and the meaning of it. Now, I'm going somewhere. If you stick around, we're talking about the purpose of the Last Supper and the arrest of Jesus Christ. And so, again, if you had that picture on your wall and, it, and didn't understand the meaning of it, we really missed the mark. Now, let's get into the scriptures now. Now, I'm going to read Mark 14, verses 18 through 21. Really, I touched on this through 22. I touched on this already. As they sat and did eat, Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, which one of you eateth with me shall betray me? And they began to be sorrowful and said unto him, one by one, is it I? And another said, is it I? And he answered and said unto them, the one, it is one of the 12 that dip with me in the dish. The son of man indeed goeth as it is written of him, but woe to the man to whom the son of man is betrayed. It's good that you have never been born. As they did eat, Jesus took bread, blessed and break it and gave it to them and said, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup, which he had given thanks, and he gave it to them, and they all drank of it. Now, what was the purpose of the Last Supper? Simple. The purpose of the Last Supper was Jesus was saying, remember me. Here's my topic. Remember me. Don't just come together and have communion in church 
traditionally. Don't just, when you come together, you say, what's the day? Oh, the day is, oh, oh is it first Sunday? Oh, 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 it's communion. Watch, watch my body language. Oh, we have a communion today. How many of us has done that without really taking in consideration the true meaning of the Last Supper? The true meaning. Now, you got to understand something here. Jesus brought these men together for a purpose because the clock is ticking. Jesus came to do the will of the Father. He didn't just come to gather some men together and have a men straight talk. That wasn't the purpose of the gathering together. The purpose was to get to come together to remind you, you're getting ready to see something done to me you've never seen before. You're getting ready to see me get crucified. Now, now remember this. This is on Thursday. He's telling them, just like he's telling us today, today, to, tomorrow is Friday. He said, listen, y'all going to see some stuff happen to me tomorrow. Y'all ain't going to be able to deal with it. He said, it's going to be too much because y'all never... Y'all have never seen what's getting ready to take place to me. Prior to that, y'all seen me cast out devils. You saw me heal the sick. All you saw was me using the power of God. Y'all saw super Jesus. You didn't see the, the Jesus of humility. You didn't see that Jesus yet. So you're, you're about to see something tomorrow that's going to change your life. Watch this. Now let's get over to, for the sake of time, Let's go to, we're going to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, and we're going to go to two verses. What was the purpose of the Last Supper? To remember me. To remember what about you, Jesus? Remember what? Now watch this. I, you know, I, the Lord showed me something with this word, remember me. He said, I know y'all thought at EBC Steel Creek that y'all thought of the re. <laughs> he said, uh-uh. I thought of the re first. Remember me. See, Jesus is about to read too. Amen. Come on, somebody. So now let's read 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 22, no, 23 and 24. Watch this. For I have received of the Lord that which I also I did deliver unto you, that the Lord Jesus Christ, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. Watch this. When was he betrayed? Thursday. He told Judas, we just read it. He said, when are you going to betray me? So now they, in, this, in, in verse 23, he's talking about what happened at the uh, Last Supper. He said, that which the Lord Jesus Christ in the same night which he was betrayed took bread. Remember, he took the bread, which is his body. He broke it. Verse 24. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, take, eat. This is my body, which was broken for you. Do this. Here it is. And remembrance of me. Now, let me read the next verse. 25. After the same manner, he also took the cup, which he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Watch this. And as often as you do it. 
Doesn't matter what day you do it. If you do it on first Sunday, second Sunday, third Sunday, fourth Sunday, as often as you do it, the purpose of you doing it is to remember me. Again, never, never, never take the Lord's Supper doing it traditionally. It's an insult to God. Never do it. It's like, just like, oh, well, it's communion. Never take the Lord's body in vain. Never drink the blood of the Lord in vain. Now let's keep reading. Why do we come together? Why do we come together and take the body and take the wine, which represents his blood? Watch this. Let's go to Isaiah 53. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Isaiah 53, verse 5. Here's why he was broken. Here's, here's why we break the bread and eat it. Here's why we drink the wine, the blood, the cup. Here's why. Verse 5, Isaiah 53. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Now let's watch. Let's go over this. I'm not gonna rush this. Now let's do some some uh, 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 some definition here of these words. Transgression. Here's the definition of transgression: an act that goes against the law or the word of God. Disobedience to God's word. I'm going to say it again. Transgression, an act that goes against the law of God or the word of God, disobedience against the word of God. Now, all of us here are guilty of that. Anytime we are disobedient to the word of God, we transgress every single time. But I got good news because there's no condemnation of those that are in Christ Jesus. I got good news. He said, he said, you're going to transgress. I know you are. Because listen, if we weren't going to transgress, there would have been no need for Jesus to be crucified. So he said, but when you transgress, remember, I was wounded for that. In other words, you can be forgiven for it. I was wounded for your transgressions. Let's go to the next one. Iniquity. One of the def definitions for iniquity is an ungodly behavior. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Woo! An ungodly behavior. Now, I'm guilty of that. Now, watch this. My pastor used to tell me uh, in Ohio, my prior pastor in Ohio, he used to say, son, you're going to be tested before you bring forth the word, or you're going to be tested after you bring the word forth. And so I was tested yesterday. I was testing it, was, was doing all right. Here come the test. And I got into an ungodly behavior. See, I'm being transparent with you. <laughs> Confess your faults one to another that you may be healed. I got into an ungodly behavior and the Lord showed me this. He says, I was bruised for that. You are forgiven for that. If you accept if you accept 
my body, which was broken. If you accept it. That's why in the scripture, the Bible says, listen, many are sick, sickly among you, weak, and some even dead, because they did not discern the Lord's body. In other words, they did not honor God. In other words, you did not believe that you could be forgiven for your transgressions, your iniquities, and the chastisements of his peace, or you don't believe that God can heal you. And so in other words, and I'm going to keep reading, he says, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, by his stripes we are healed. Stripes, stripes. Now let's picture this. Glory be to God. Jesus was beaten. Unrecognizable, man. For you and for me. Or for me and for you. Beaten, flesh torn open. Unrecognizable, blood everywhere. Picture this. Don't take this lightly. When you take communion, never take it lightly. His wounds, he was cut open. His flesh, the stripes he took was for our healing. And so if anybody you're watching today and you're sick right now, you're believing God for healing. The Lord is telling me to tell you now that by his stripes you're healed. Believe it, receive it. Believe it, receive it. By his stripes you're healed. If anybody committed a transgression on yesterday, the Lord says, I was wounded for that. I was bruised for your iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. Listen, listen. He who knew no sin became sin. Jesus went to the cross. He didn't, he didn't do no wrong. He went for us. He went for us. Now, I'm going to go back to something because it's in my spirit, and I hear the Holy Spirit talking. I'm going to go back to this iniquity, an ungodly behavior, an ungodly behavior. Saints of God, hear the God, hear the Holy Spirit. Hear the Holy Spirit this morning. Hear the Holy Spirit. When we come together, God hates division amongst the body of Christ. He hates it. And so watch this. It, it, it grieves the Holy Spirit. It grieves the Holy Spirit. When we come together as the body of Christ, let us stop bickering and backbiting and backstabbing and hating and being jealous of one another. God, it, it, grieves, it grieves the Holy Spirit. That's an iniquity. That's an ungodly behavior. And God is not pleased with it. God is not pleased with it. Watch this. If you're married, I'm talking to husband and wives. If you might have a boyfriend or girlfriend. And you got an ungodly behavior against your spouse. I'm, I was guilty of it. I had, a, I, had a, I had a bad attitude yesterday about something against my wife. I repented. I said, Lord, forgive me. Listen, listen, listen. If you think, if you're trying to make your spouse be what you think they ought to be and vice versa, vice versa, and you're trying to control something, control them, or they trying to control you, that's an ungodly behavior. And you better be careful because the Bible says a controlling spirit is as a spirit of witchcraft. Come on, Holy Ghost. Come on, Holy Ghost. Help us. Help us, Lord. Lord, we repent. We repent. We repent this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. So now let's get back to the purpose of the Last Supper because I got a heavy here. Remember me. 
Remember me. If you don't get nothing else, don't take the Lord's Supper for granted. When you take it, as often as you take it, know why you're taking it. Now, lastly, the arrest. Simple. What was the purpose of the arrest of Jesus Christ? Anybody ever been arrested? Don't raise your hand. <laughs> don't raise your hand. But you know what being arrested is. So uh, to be arrested means to surrender. Surrender to authority, the authority that's over you. Again, I told you earlier, Jesus didn't come to do his own will. He came to do the will of the Father. And so the purpose of Jesus being arrested was the, to God, he was saying, Father, not my will, but your will be done. I surrender to your will. My purpose for being here on the earth is to do the will of the Father. Listen, body of Christ, if you receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, your purpose for receiving Christ is to do his will. You've been bought with a price. You've been bought with the blood. You've been bought with a price. Remember, remember, you've been bought with a price. You've been bought, you've been purchased, purchased by the blood of Jesus. It's not your will anymore. It's his will be done. So, Father, I thank you now for your word. You sent your word and you healed us. Lord, I was obedient to what you gave me to say. Lord, help us. Help us to be obedient to your word. Let us not take lightly your communion, your body, your blood, Father God, when we take it. Lord, I pray that this word reach somebody's heart, Lord, to bring about a change, including myself first. Now, I give you all the praise. I give you all the honor. I give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, thank God. Amen. Back to you, Pastor. Amen. My God, my God, boy. Oh my goodness. What a word. Come on, family. Can we just celebrate God for that? Wow. That was very, very dynamic and very, um, uh, very well, oh, exactly what we needed. Family, listen, this week of reflection, I told you everybody started with Reverend Stokes on Monday and Pastor Young on Tuesday and Minister uh, Colleen uh, Damon Duvall yesterday when we went all the way up a little bit higher today because this is a week of reflection. Oh, there are times that, yes, the gospel of Jesus Christ will uh, make us uh, feel good, but sometimes it make you want to holler and throw up both your hands. And I pray seriously that today it made you want to holler. Did it make you want to holler? Listen, when we do uh, communion on uh, Sunday for Easter, because just like, like uh, as Minister David Pierce taught, uh, it is a, it's a often not a, not a, as on the first Sunday when you do it. And so that's why we had decided to do it this year on uh, Easter because the Lord led me that way. So when we do it on Easter, brother David Pierce is going to be at the table. Uh, he won't, he won't have time to say all of this, but, uh, I, I wish he, we did, but my God, when we do it, when we do it on, uh, Easter Sunday, I want you to remember the why, you know, behind it. And I thank God for you, man of God, for pouring out. Thank God for your heart uh, in this particular space, y'all. It's prayer time. Let's get ready to pray. And, um, you know, as y'all know, uh, I'm, uh, we're, we're back here. Uh, same bat time, same bat channel uh, for day 39. We're going on up a little bit higher. It's Friday. And then I can't wait for Saturday. I'm praying that everybody that's been with us thus far on the journey is uh, y'all finish strong Friday and Saturday. I know Saturday is a struggle for many of us, but it's the last day. So I pray, see everybody, all the God's chilling back here. Let's pray y'all. Lord, we just thank you for this word, this reflective word. God, I pray 
God, that every last one of us will take time today and think about all the things that were said, the why of the Lord's Supper, the why of the rest, God. And we just never take this moment lightly. God, forgive us, God, if we've ever uh, taken that moment of, uh, of the Lord's Supper lightly. Forgive us, God, if we've never done it in the, with the right spirit. God, let not it let it never be a uh, tradition. Never let it never be out of uh, formality. Let us every time that we do it, God, that we were we remember you. I pray going forward, God, that your Holy Spirit will speak to us every time we get ready to to, to go forth. Father God, with this ordinance that you gave us, God, I thank you for the man of God. I pray that you feel him afresh. God, I pray over my sisters and brothers right now, Lord. I pray that you touch them, heal them, set them free, God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Master, for what you have done. Thank you for what you're going to do. God, we love you. We praise you. It's power in the powerful name of Jesus. We pray together. Amen, amen, amen. God bless, family. Uh, look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Have a great rest of the day. Amen, amen. Thank you for tuning in to the Morning Inspiration with Pastor Walt podcast. This and other podcasts, as well as our live Sunday morning service, can be found on all of our streaming platforms and are also available on the new Chosen City Church app, which is available on both the Apple Store and Google Play. We would love to see you in person on Sunday morning at either our 8 a.m. or 1015 services. We are located at 13925 Irwin Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. We hope to see you soon and have a blessed day.